This is Money, Motivation, and Mike, and I am your host, Michael Wainwright. In charge of the mothership, as always, our audio engineer, Jason Wright. And hello to you, world. This is the podcast that will change your life. As always, find us at mx3.vip, and you can always email us at info at mx3.vip. As we're always there, we're looking forward to hearing your questions, your comments. And once again, uh, during our Super Summit with the Family Office Club, we are on location in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, continuing on with our interviews of some of the most successful people in the world. Today, we have our wonderful guest, Mark Cashin. Hello, Mark. How are you, Michael? I am doing fantastic at this summit. I've been very fortunate to have met you, gotten some of your knowledge, and wanted you to come on and talk about some of your things that you have going on. Now, with our listening audience, what is unique is you are a Canadian. I am. Tell us whereabouts in in Canada you are. So we're up in uh, the Toronto area, just outside of Toronto, about 30 minutes. So what we call the GTA, Greater Toronto Area. Now, what's unique about today's show is, is that we're going to talk about doing some investing in Canada. That's correct. That the United States citizen can do. Absolutely. While they continue to live right here. Correct. So uh, we'll we'll get into that momentarily. Right now, uh, you are the principal broker of Cash and Mortgages. And we're going to be talking more detailed into a, a branch of your company called Greenlight Capital. That's correct. Tell us what Greenlight Capital is, Mark. So Greenlight Capital, for lack of a better description, is kind of like a marketing department for our high net worth investors and funds that want to get to, or deploy capital uh, into the real estate market in Canada, whereas cash and mortgage is more is direct to our consumer. So that's what Greenlight Capital does. It takes money in, gets quality originations for our investors. I think what I hear you say is something that we call hard money lending in the United States. Right. Yeah. We, we soften that up a little bit. We just call it <laughs> private lending. So, you know, cause we're Canadian, and, you know, we don't want to be that aggressive, but yeah, it, it's, you call it hard money lending down here. Um, we just call it private lending or alternative lending, alternative capital. The only difference is ours is a little bit more regulated did, up in Canada. Did you just call us aggressive Americans? I didn't say, I said we were not as aggressive. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but okay. no, we're not as aggressive as, you know, to our detriment sometimes, I think. The, the mortgage business in uh, Canada is quite different than the mortgage business in the United States, correct? Y- yeah, for the most part. Um, I can't say I know all the intricacies of the U.S. market and, and the rules and laws, et cetera, but... Most definitely, and you know, the one main difference we've seen is, you know, we're allowed to put those private mortgages on owner-occupied houses, where down here it seems like, you know, you're writing more commercial loans for investment properties, and you know, the the borrowers have to, you know, give a statutory declaration that they're not living in those houses. That's right. Your word, uh, I believe, as we talked offline, uh, is private lending. Correct. Yeah. And, and hard money in the U.S. And private lending hard money, you cannot put that into a 30-year fixed note in the United States. Right. Yeah. It, it's it's more for the developers. It's for the people who are flipping. Right. Uh, you're, it, it's short-term stuff. Right. And, and that would be the difference where you can do 30-year fixed, 15, whatever. Yeah, no, we don't do the 30-year fixed. Okay. Okay, so the difference is we can actually lend on the house you're living in, right? Most lenders up in Canada on the private lending – they do have the short terms, six months, 12 months, et cetera. We have come out with a couple of unique products. We're extending those terms so the, the consumer is not getting hit with a, a renewal fee every year or every six months. So making it a little bit more um, palatable for them to be in 
private money. Um, up there, the government has brought in what's called a stress test. And, uh, you know, many years ago when they brought it in as on business network up there saying, you know, they want to make sure they're protecting the financial system. So they brought in, you know, what's called a stress test where we have a, a Canadian benchmark rate or we got to go 2% higher than what they're borrowing at uh, institutionally. We don't have that in the private lending. It's strictly asset based. We don't look at income. You know, we just look at the the value of the asset and we lend on that. Okay. But it is still short term. Short term. Would it be kind of like a balloon in the U.S.? We do have a product that's similar to that. You know, we have two unique products. Like one, we have a, a private HELOC, home equity line of credit. Well, let's just talk about that for a minute. Explain yeah. to the audience what a, a HELOC is. Yeah. So home equity line of credit is you, we'll do it in first or second position on the house. And, you know, if a consumer has equity in there, you know, most of these people that have gone into private lending or alternative lending, they're not necessarily bad credit risk because our our, our average credit score, our FICO score up there is about 710, 720 is our average on our customer pool. And that's mostly self-employed people that just can't go to the bank anymore and get traditional funds. So That's right. So, you know, when I was on, I was saying on this TV show, they said, what do you think? And I said, well, I think the government's trying to kill a fly with a sledgehammer. Yes. You know, they may eventually kill that fly, but the damage they do getting there is of what's of concern. Yes. And really that's, what I believe is happening in Canada, they've put really good people, really good borrowers into really expensive money. Mm -hmm. However, on the other side, it provides a lot of opportunity for investors sure. to get, you know, and deploy capital at pretty safe lending criteria, you know, security against an asset, high credit scores, you know, good quality homes in, in demand areas. Okay. So that, and the HELOC can go up to a five-year term the customer gets a portal just like they would with a bank. They can log on. They can take out a dollar, move a dollar, pay off the mortgage anytime they want. And they only pay interest on what they use. No early payment. No, pe no penalties on that. No renewals. Now, we do charge with the lender fee a little bit more up front, depending on the term. they. they yes. So we can go one to five year term completely up. The, to the, the loan origination fees is what we call. Correct. We call them lender fees, but that, that would be your origination fees. Yes. And it's really a la carte to the customer of, you know, what they want to live with. So if they want a one-year term, this is their origination uh, fee. And then if they want to go five years, it increases, but not as much as if they have to renew every year. You also have a product up there called Pick a Payment? Yeah. So we came out with that product because, you know, again, a lot of the same borrowers can't borrow at the bank. So they go to what's called a B lender up in Canada or alternative lender. And their rates are generally, you know, 70% or 100 times hundred uh, percent higher than an institutional borrow. So, for example, they only do one-year terms. So a lot of them are going to come up for renewal soon, but they may have had it at three or four percent a year ago, and their payment might be three thousand dollars. Well, this year they're going to renew it eight or nine percent, which is still kind of what we're charging. We may charge a little bit higher, but what we do is we allow them to keep that three thousand dollar payment, and then we capitalize the other six grand. Let's say at the end of the mortgage. So we're charging a little bit of a premium for that luxury. And we're also going to hit them with an exit fee, of, you know, because that we've allowed that interest to carry on towards the end of the mortgage. It's not quite a balloon product, but it's more like a reverse mortgage product where it's just pushing towards the end. So right now, the uh, person buying their home in the uh, country of Canada, they're looking at eight, nine, 10% interest rate. 
If they're going in the private lending side, but yes. if, if they're doing an A lender, you know, your rates are, let's say today, somewhere between five and 6%, depending. But, but from the private lending side. From the private lending side, an A mortgage is probably going to be a first mortgage, is probably going to be in the area of 899 to mm-hmm. 10%. Yes. With a one to 3% lender fee, depending on, um, you know, the client and the sure. credit score and the, LTV of the house, et cetera. So I was just thinking about some of the comparisons to the U.S. because yep. we do private money lending as well. Right. And I was just curious about how that all uh, coincide with each other. So the difference, you know, again, that's what's on owner occupied houses. That's right. Right. So, you know, when we go and land on investment properties or the fix and flips and things like that, which our HELOC is great for, for investors. Now we're going to premium that because it's commercial. So okay. we would premium that up a bit. And in Canada, our default rate nationwide is 0.25%. That is 99 and three quarters success rate. Correct. <laughs> So, you know, so when you try and explain it to somebody, then you tell them the number, they're like, sorry, what was that? Two and a half Exactly. And that's what I said when you told me that. Right. Exactly. Yes. That was, and then you kind of shook your head and you said, let me say that number again. And that's why, you know, deploying capital in Canada and the real estate, as long as you're doing it with sensible, good partners, it's a pretty stable investment because even if the client defaults, we don't have foreclosure up there. We have power of sale. Which is quick, correct? Very quick. So, you know, you know, generally, if a customer doesn't pay you on the first, you send a letter out on the second. They have the fifth until the 15th to get you the money. And then if not, then you start the power of sale uh, process with, you know, the lawyers, et cetera. Because, again, you never want to let anything go too long administration wise. And then usually you can get through the system in three months, four months. You know, if the customer pushes back at all, it might be eight months. Mm-hmm. But you're out of that asset or or we also have people that love distressed assets and we sell the, the mortgage to them. And the reason that Mark is bringing these points up and throwing it out to our listening audience is because when you invest in the country of Canada, right, you are highly, highly secured. Correct. And you have a lot of authority over the property. Correct. That you are financing. Absolutely. It's a very secured asset or very secured loan. Right. And. Our inventory for houses compared to people, our supply is very low compared to demand. Now, this 99 and three quarters success rate, that is countrywide? Countrywide, yeah. So you may have a little bit of a spike in certain areas. Sure. It's not going to go over 0.6. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, you know, it's always good to diversify. I never, you know, whenever we bring in a, you know, an investor, we never say like, you know, stay everything in Toronto, which, you know, even though it's fast, it's kind of good to diversify your portfolio a little bit. That is incredible number. Yeah. And us Americans could learn a little bit about that. Now there's two things it tells me. Yeah. They're buying a house that they can afford. Um, I think that would be viable previously. I, I think, you know, housing in general is pretty unaffordable. Yeah. In the United States of America, uh, a whole lot of our, and I don't know if it's 80%. We use the 80-20 rule yeah, a lot. Yeah. And I don't know if it's 80%, but we are house poor in the United States of America. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree that, you know, I don't think we're that much above. Our, our <clears throat> debt level in Canada is probably higher than the U.S. But the difference is, you know, you can't live out in your car in the in the winter in Canada, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a little bit bigger of a value of an asset. Is that what you're saying? Well, you know, <laughs> you, you know Canadians will kind of go without everything. 
you know, the, the kids stop playing hockey and soccer and, you know, they'll figure out heat or whatever, but they're always going to make sure that payment for the house is there. They're not going without shelter. No. You know, it's not like, say, California where, okay, well, I, I can live in a van or I can live in a car or a tent something in San <laughs> On Francisco. The beach. Yeah. You're just not doing that in Toronto. It's just, it's just. It's just not happening. Not much. Well, know. you're probably not making it through the evening if you Yeah. It, it just, you know, it gets very complicated. Yes. So, yeah. I can tell. Yeah. Now, I'm curious about this question. As you know, over the last several months here in 2022, our Federal Reserve yep. has really spiked the interest rate. Yes. Which is really struggling and crippling our real estate market. How is the Federal Reserve rate affect Canadian rates? So, you know, if you'd kind of like to say the dog wags the tail and Canada's the tail whenever the U.S. does something. So our Bank of Canada, which is the equivalent of your Fed, has raised the rate seven times this year. But, you know, our bank prime is like five to four right now. So it is crippling the consumers that have had what we call variable rate mortgages that are prime, either plus or minus. We had a big problem with people taking out HELOCs from their banks to go and buy other properties or buy pre-construction. So, you know, some of these people are experiencing astronomical increases in their payments now. So, which is kind of good for us because a lot of people are going to refinance and and look at some of these programs that we're doing, or they're going to go back to the bank. But going back to the bank is very difficult now because when they qualified for their mortgage, the variable a year ago, they were qualifying at 3%. Now they got to qualify at 7 yes. or 8 Well, your income hasn't gone up that much, so they're going to have a hard time qualifying. So, you know, coming back to our pick-a-payment program, yes. that's addressing that what I believe is going to be that need of someone that you want to – they have enough equity in their house that we can help them get through the next couple of years. Hopefully their asset has gone up because we've also had a decrease in, in the asset up there probably in it, depending on what area you know 15 to 20 percent i still think it's going to go down in the new year into spring probably another three to seven percent countrywide so we're pretty cautious on underwriting of what we see going on but we have that problem and how are the consumers going to actually afford these things and bigger than the consumers all these speculators that got into buying investment property sure yeah mark we have quite an extensive audience at right. money motivation and mike not only just in the u.s but and obviously we are in the verge of getting back over into canada but right. we, we have several different countries that that we are able to uh, t- take our podcast to we right. can take it around the world our podcast is fairly new we're growing by leaps and bounds and we're proud of that but let's just say some of our listening audience is ready to invest with you. Right. What kind of capital would they need to come to the table with? So it depends what program they go. So we have a couple of different programs where they can invest direct. So depending on, you know, I'm going to give you what our numbers are. Like our average second mortgage in Canada now is probably two hundred dollars to $250,000. Um, the average first is between, say, five and $700,000. So... You know, if you can't do that, then it's a little difficult. You'd have to syndicate, and and it's a little bit more complicated. But we also have programs where we're bringing high net worth individuals that, you know, if they bring $20 million in, we create a structure that uh, the, the investor owns the majority of that LP, and then we can get our banks there to do capital stacks on top where banks will match one-to-one and three-to-one to that money. So we can really 
make that money go further. And then we're able to give bonuses on top of the coupon rate that the investors put in. So we have a couple of programs depending on what they're looking for. Mark, you've thrown out some numbers here, 200, 500, 700,000. Right. And, and maybe people have that kind of money that they want to play with. Right. But maybe they want a toe dip to start. Absolutely. So a guy in our audience today has uh, $100,000 that he wants to play with. Right. You could put that to work for him. Yeah. So if they call us up, we put them in our database and we say this, you know, Michael Wright has $100,000. His brother has $100,000. They're willing to syndicate and we can put that together for a loan of 180000 Right. So, yeah, we can do that. And, you know, you touched on a very good thing about dipping, a, you know, your toe into the pool. Type. Yes. That is our number one recommendation to anybody that comes to us. We're like, we do not want you to go full throttle until you get used to some of the systems. It's okay. a great philosophy. Test the waters. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the last thing you want to do is disappoint. You know, it's better to under-promise and over-deliver. You know, we always say to our team, you know, you treat our investors' money like it's your own money. Absolutely. But that is a great piece of advice, whether it's with us or anyone, is, you know, just get into that investment just a little bit at a time. And, you know, you can you can have a plan to say, listen, over 12 months, I'm going to deploy X amount of dollars, but we're going to start with, you know, X, which is always where we want to do. Because, you know, especially if it's one of your listeners that's coming from the States or somewhere else, you know, they may not have the lawyer or the connections in Canada, which we provide. They're all excellent lawyers, but you need to get comfortable with them. And the other thing I should always say is the money never comes into our company, always goes into the trust account of the lawyer. So, you know, we try and eliminate any option for misbehaving. Sure. So we want to make sure that we're good stewards of that money and our investors can sleep at night knowing that, you know, they're not worried about us going out for $2,000 dinners and putting it through the company. Sure. Well, it sounds like it, uh, your process is as secure as the loans are in the state, in the country of Canada. Yeah, I think, you know, I've never had luck in the stock market. It seems every time I invest, you know, your hands off, you're, it's like riding your bicycle without any hands. And I didn't want that with our company and our investors, I wanted to make sure that they were in control and driving the bus the whole time. Okay. At Greenlight Capital, how would they get in touch with you? So they can do two things. They can just Google greenlightcapitalcanada.com or they can send me an email at markcashin at cashinmortgages.ca. And of course, they can always give us a call at 416-272-CASH. Once again, Money Motivation Mike bringing you another opportunity where you can take your monies, your capital, and put it to work. Now we've given you some international flavor that we are very happy to do. This is the first international flavor we've ever had, Mark. And all this started because I asked you for a glass of water. That is exactly right. <laughs> Jason, you don't know that story. The listening audience, we have not talked about it. We're out in the uh, concourse, and, and Mark asked me, hey, you know where I can get a glass of water? And I said, I, I don't, but I can show you how to make some money. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and here we are a day later talking about mortgages in the great country of Canada. Yeah, you know what? That's exactly it. And it's, you know, that's the power of networking and these kind of events is just, you know, you never know what you learn until you talk to somebody. You never know. I yeah. got involved in the old business because I went to a golf course. Right. And, and you just never know how it's going to happen. Exactly. And typically the way you think it's going to happen is not the way Ever. it will turn out for you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mark, you've been an, uh, an awesome guest with us today. We want to stay in touch with you. We want to continue to grow our relationship because that's what the Family Office Club is all about. Right. We definitely know that we will be able to have the opportunity to send people your way 
who are looking for Canadian international investments. Right. I, I think it's very intriguing. I know a whole lot about the private money sector, which, as I told you, we call hard money lending. Yes. And uh, we will stay in touch and look forward to seeing you down the road and coming back on our podcast and eventually our YouTube channel. Perfect. I'd appreciate that much. Once again, another very educational, good episode of Money Motivation and Mike. Uh, always find us at mx3.vip. Email us with any questions, especially about Mark, our guest today, at info at mx3.vip. And until next time, live your life the right way.